ECW One Night Stand is sponsored by THQ's Destroy All Humans. One giant step on mankind and the invasion begins soon. ECW One Night Stand comes to you from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City on Sunday, June 12th, only on pay-per-view. Just for the record, just as you want to take credit and should for the demise and death and killing the ECW brand, Eric, I killed WCW. But enough about me talking about this ECW one night stand and so forth, because quite frankly, I'm not qualified to talk about it, Eric. I didn't have a damn thing to do with creating ECW. I didn't have anything at all to do with, with the legacy of ECW and helping build the brand. I didn't have anything at all to do with it, but perhaps an individual I've invited to join us tonight. Yep. This man had a hell of a lot to do with it. Oh, no. Paul Heyman. Oh my gosh. Heyman. Paul Heyman back on Raw? The evil genius who created Extreme Championship Wrestling has literally been in exile. And now he's he's gotta be thinking, my brand, my my creation has a pulse. We have in the ring. We're gonna Just uh, not to get too formal here. Uh, Paul Heyman, this is Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Eric, this is Paul Heyman. Well, well, well. Look at this. For the first time ever in history, in the same ring at the same time, Vince McMahon, Eric Bischoff, and Paul Heyman. WWE, WCW, and ECW. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 83 of the RE Era podcast, the only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered us the rebirth of extreme championship wrestling. We'll ex enter the extreme. As it is time to... Hang on, let me get this right. So we're building to, to One Night Stand, we're building to Vengeance, yeah. and over on SmackDown we're building towards Gab. Yeah. Yeah. Got, and there's a draft. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on. As always, I'm David. As always, joining me is Big Sexy. Big Sexy? <laughs> Michael Rag. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Merry mother. Christmas and all that shit. How was your festive period? Oh, Good spent time Festive. with family again. Did you did you ha did you drink plenty of Christmas cheer? I drank plenty. <laughs> <of> <laughs> <No>. Fucking asshole. <laughs> 
But yes, so it is time to build. So we had period. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna do this episode is gonna be the three weeks of Raw and SmackDown that builds towards Extreme Rules. Yeah. Uh, Extreme Rules. One night stand. Same difference. Yeah, we're gonna do one night stand as a standalone episode, of course, and then do the remainder of the build towards Vengeance, and then obviously after Vengeance, it'll be the build towards the Great American Bash 2005. Yeah, it's a busy old time period, and it's fucking shite on all in it. Or is it just me? There were some no, good bits no. on Raw, some good bits on Smackers, but rest of it, do I want to see? There was a lot of stuff. Do I want to no see? Does anybody want to see a trilogy of Ad Corley and Charlie Ass versus Eminem? A trilogy. That's for, <laughs> just leave that on the list with their the tag champs. <laughs> and what tag teams have we got? There isn't any. There isn't there been any for Bashams. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody else. Nobody else. But anyway, enough of that, Michael. Let's get into then the first episode of Monday Night Raw since I know Judgment Day weren't a Raw pay-per-view, but since Judgment Day. So it is May 23rd, 2005. We are from the Resch Centre in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, we get a recap. Last time we were here, it was Gold Rush Tournament. And Edge, Money in the Bank holder, won the Gold Rush Tournament. So tonight he's going to get a shot against Batista for the world title. And if he does what we've said he'll do, he should be walking out here champion. Yeah. You walk in with sledgehammer, chair, all you want, chainsaw, fucking smash Batista, get DQ'd, smash fuck out, keep smashing fuck out of him, cash, cash him. it in and pin him. One, uh, two, three. I wonder if that's that's what's going to happen. Guaranteed. It's a guaranteed win. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Edge, uh, he comes out with Lita. Um, this is like this is rough, yeah, because they explain obviously that they've been together for a while, and Lita's like, I, I never found a real man till I found Edge and all this, and I feel like everything she's saying down that camera is not directed towards Big Dead Glenn, it's directed towards Matthew Hardy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's brutal. It's it, horrible. It's definitely what she said. To yeah, him. and she's like, um, why do you think I didn't love Kane? Maybe the kidnapping, the rape. That being pregnant, that forced marriage, the losing the baby. Lita's gone through a lot in six months. If you think during that time, right, she's dumped my hardy, she's met Edge, she's met Kane on screen, met Edge off screen, had all these storylines on screen. It's been six months. Lita's had, she is, leave her alone, Adam. Because we go real, don't we, so when my hardy comes back and fuck you, Adam, and all that, we go real. But I'd leave her, I'd walk away. Leave yeah. her well alone. I think he's done well to leave her well alone and, and find himself a, a Beth Phoenix because she looks lovely. They've got kids mm. together and everything. I They're think happy. if he would have stayed with Lita, the black widow that she is, Edge would have been dead for 35. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wouldn't come back after his I would just sat watching it thinking, Matt Hardy must be pissed to fuck with this angle because we're still in that period where it's raw for him. I know when he comes back, Vince obviously puts them both in a room, doesn't he, and says, look, Business is business sort of thing. But this, this is months away. This yeah. minute, Matt Hardy sat at home spewing, spewing. Because he knows like we do that everything Lita says that I fucking, I couldn't find a real man. And this is drop a line like you're like a fourth grader in bed. Yeah. And that's a bit pedo-esque, isn't it? Yeah, Lita, how she, how she knows. Yeah. How she know that. Yeah. That's all um, they are. So, and then that segment ends and we see Kane in the back and he's just looking like he's trying to force a eight big put out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get up, uh, we see Bischoff he's making funeral arrangements, arrangements for even for ECW when Shelton Benjamin comes in he says Jericho's not here yet for the tag match with Davari and Mohamed Hassan so uh, Bischoff's like don't worry about it it's a handicap <laughs> crack on yeah. no okay we'll postpone the match till Jericho gets here yeah 
And the match, as you expect, we get distraction because it's handicap match. Uh, downward spiral uh, gets has the victory. And then after the match, we go backstage and we see Jericho coming in, and Jericho is turning in. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, he's this turning. is it. This is the turn. Yeah, he's turning because he's I'm Jericho the rock star. And my apologies that Jericho the rock star is late for your Monday Night Raw. But he's like, but because I am Jericho the rock star, give me anyone. I'll have a scrap with anyone in a bit. So I guess that Shelton's going to get involved at some point, maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Like, motherfucker, where were you? Um, we're still in the back. There's not much wrestling on Raw at the minute. We're still in the back. And, and Christian and Tomko, they're in the back. And Edge and Lee are coming. Edge says to Christian, probably staying on Raw. If you are going to stay on Raw in the draft, I may have an offer for you. If I want Raw title tonight, I probably won't need this money in the bank. So he's basically saying to his brother, help me win title. Take you a big bank and come and take it off me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Edge, uh, Christian's like, yeah, 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 yeah I get it. Because Edge's, back in Edge's day, Edge's like, it's the only way you'll beat me for world oh, title. Back in day, unless you were Howard Finkel, it was always Edge, Edge and Christian. Because he loved calling them Christian and Edge. But it was always Edge and Christian. Edge yeah. followed. Edge, sorry, Edge led, Christian followed. Even now, Edge is saying, That's like always help been. me, boy, I'll win As title. good as Christian is. Yeah, yeah. Edge is all we've been better. It. That's it. Uh, our next match then is Chris Masters versus Stephen Richards, and this is um, this is comeback uh, for Richards, hopefully from Sunday Night Heat where he smashed it. I guess because we've got ECW coming up, so let's get Richards on TV. Yeah, yeah, and Richards apparently got a nose broke from the Chris Masters, so Masters wins with Masterlock, of course. Um, we go well, the medics. He destroys Richards, to be fair, because they're like fucking ambulance staff have to come out and pick him up on that and carry him away because ECW's ECW up Richards is not that extreme. <laughs> it's just like a wish Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Stephen no. Richards. Uh, what was his nephew called? A wish Adam Matt. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs> We're backstage and Eric Bischoff is talking to Todd Grisham and he's going to find out what Kane's and what's crack with Kane. Grisham looks like he's fucking shitting himself. He's like, why me? Where's coach? Why, why, why me? Yeah. Co same coach. I, I'm just assuming that he comes here. Same fucking coach. Uh, and then we see Michael, I'm sure it was one of your favourite clips of the night, with uh, some possible contenders for this year's yes. Diva Search. It's women with boobs. Just and random. I didn't recognise on the entire video packages. I didn't, didn't recognise a single one of them. These were just women with their boobs on show. Obviously in bikinis, because kids. Obviously. Up next, Chris Jericho versus Sylvan. Uh, the Walls Jericho win for Jericho. Uh, and after Shelton, after the match, Shelton comes down. Um, Jericho, though, he drops to the floor and he says, talk about everything's going on. I'm, I'm famous. I'm a media star. I've got Fozzy. I'm, I, I can't be happy, right? I can't turn up to wrestling every week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I may be contracted, my employer and that, but Fozzy comes first. And it has always come first for Chris Jericho. Being a rock star. Is Jericho's number one dream, not wrestling. Yeah. I've always said that. Even though he's been wrestling at the top of his game for now 30 years or whatever, right, he's, for me, he's always being a rock star is more important. Yeah. I may be wrong, but that's how I've always, especially modern day Chris Jericho, Fozzy's the most important thing even in the world. Though, well, even probably though, he yeah. had to do something to get famous, to get fans to yeah. listen to his band in the first place, because... 
Fozzie's not great of her job. We've spoken about this before. There's that one song that says theme music, apart from that. <laughs> um, he says you're going to have to just put up with me being a little bit late because I'm Chris Jericho, but don't worry, the Jericho-holics will always be on my side. Uh, and then here comes Eric Bischoff for the ECW funeral, complete with a barbed wire reef. Well, that was a great touch. Uh, Bishop gives a rather laugh-filled history of ECW, talking about the bingo halls and how everyone were rebels. Um, it then smashes ECW and said it died, uh, only to have a rumour of a reunion. Uh, therefore, I'm going to crush it again with the help of some volunteers from Monday Night Raw, and we're all going to show up on June the 12th at the Hammersmith, but Hammerstein Ballroom even. Um, but then, all of a sudden, no chance hits, and my, my brain goes, oh, this is that time, isn't it, where all three of them ring the yeah. wrestling promoter trifecta. The Holy Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Vince comes down and he says, do you know the thing is, I, I know as much as you're slagging it off, I've got invested interest because for years and years and years, I bankrolled ECW to Eric Bischoff's surprise. Yeah. Bischoff, the only person in the world that didn't know that were a thing. He probably uh, thought it was just a fake yeah. rumour. Yeah, and he goes, the old man knew enough just over half a mil. So I've got invested interest in this pay-per-view. He needs to make me some money. All, all well and good. And he goes, actually... Precise, love it. And then he says, actually, I was brought to the subject. I brought someone out who's a bit more bothered about ECW than I am. And here comes Paul Heyman. And as we just talk about, the first time in history you had Eric Bischoff, Vince McMahon, and Paul Heyman stood in the wrestling ring. That, my friend, is 90s wrestling in a ring. That's the whole right trinity. I'm telling you now. Um, Heyman, he goes on a massive rant about ECW and how WCW was trash and Bischoff trash. Um, but he said... He said he was always in your face and hardcore. Um, because Bischoff, um, you're invited to the show in person. Uh, Heyman, he gets the date of the show and he tells him, he goes, bring your, bring your guys, come on, and you're going to see fucking what ECW is all about. And Vince is kind of, you can, Vince is loving this. Yeah, he's Vince, what I think Vince has always loved about Heyman is he, Heyman, he wants to sell a show, let Heyman be the guy that fucking sells mm. that show. Heyman's just, he's, he's a, he's a a unique breed is Paul Heyman, and I fucking love him. He's probably the greatest talker in history. And then Vince, he steps in and says he loves the idea of a good old fight, so may the best man win. And Heyman says Bischoff has started a fire that he can't put out, and then the reef set on fire with Bischoff looking at it. I thought, again, great visual. Great visual. That's ECW in a fucking it was nutshell, a isn't it? brilliant segment. And then speaking of ECW... We find out that Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to make a little appearance in the remake of The Longest Yard, which on the network, we don't see anything. They talk about it, it goes to note and comes back to J.R. <laughs> King. We're not paying to show that shite. Isn't that the Adam Sandler remake yeah, of yeah, yeah. Jones film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. yeah. We're not paying to show that. Um, and Vince, in, sorry, in the promo, he said that he's going to book a match that Bischoff cancelled last week. The hardcore match ever the ECW rules match between Chris Benoit and Tajiri, and that is up next. A lot of kendo stick shots. Yeah. A couple of chairs got brought out. Um, cross face with the kendo stick finally gives Benoit the victory. Um, Lawler, it's weird. Lawler's like a typical Lawler. I liked his, I liked Tajiri's idea. He just missed straight away. That's it. He's fucking extreme rules. Um, but yeah, I loved how Lola was like slagging off ECW like he used to do back in the 90s. He's always, always been extremely crappy wrestling. But JR was passionately defending ECW. Yeah. When have you been part of that? Do you know what I mean? JR's always got a point of interest. Passionately. Um, 
We go backstage and we see Ric Flair is thanking Batista for the save last week and he wishes Batista good luck tonight. And then we see Todd Grisham with Kane. Um, Kane talks about all the pain he's gone through. He said this is the worst ever though and he's so hurt that he starts to cry. But Kane doesn't want the pain and he wants it off him. Instead he wants to give the pain to somebody else. That's it. Beat your feelings out onto That's somebody. That's why Grisham was sat down because he was shitting himself. <laughs> and then the weekly viscera Lillian Garcia love story can't continues this time it's bikini contest viscera comes out he dances lillian comes out she kind of likes it coach comes out and says we don't want sexual harassment cases viscera batters the coach anything to add <laughs> i fucking hated that thing viscera's funny but i think i'm done with it already Just yeah it was fuck a one lillian week thing. and get over it it was a one week gig <laughs> And then it is time, Michael, for our main event. It's the Raw World title. It's Edge versus Batista. Edge doesn't do what I've been telling him to do. No. Doesn't do it. He should have come out, kicked fuck out of him, paid off Christian and Tonko, kicked fuck out of him, caused a DQ, put him through both announced tables, go wild, right, and then cash in. No. We have a match. <laughs> Edge doesn't do so well. Um, he goes up top, gets suplexed. Uh, Batista gets all fired up. Uh, ref gets bumped so Christian Tonko can come in. Uh, Cue though Ric Flair for the save, but Edge spears him and another spear gives Edge a two. Uh, Lita though slides in the briefcase, only to have Batista catch him with the Batista bomb for the one, two, three, and the re retain the world title. But. He knows what kind of man that. I can't take you, ladies. I had the opportunity. interfered they didn't think it didn't click and then when the game's music hits yes and Ric Flair gets himself into position for a low blow he shuffles around Batista gets himself like, into a position and all of a sudden bosh it's a ruse all along the game and the nature are back and we find out because Triple H obviously said so Bischoff's not book note but Triple H says it's on again me and you Batista hell in the cell as he proceeds to batter him Batista bleeds he batters him all the way around that ring he had to make claim he had to stake claim to his baby yes of course of course I did like how we got a bit of blood on Raw 
Yes. Do you know what I mean? A bit of blood on raw, but I, lo- I don't like how Triple H just comes and decides, like, nope, I'm, nope, I'm in charge, fuck Bischoff, fuck Vince, I'm in charge, me and you, next pay-per-view world title, because I'm Triple H. Yeah, it, it, it was, <laughs> it's just fucking wild. That's an insulting title line. Fucking nuts. Nuts. But that was our first episode of Monday Night Raw. We've started building, obviously, towards the next pay-per-view now with Triple H and Batista. We're building to, well, Raw's next pay-per-view, because we are building towards Extreme Rules, uh, I'm going to keep calling it that. <laughs> From one night stand. Um, Easy dub. There wasn't enough wrestling on this show, but no. because we are plan- plotting seeds to build storylines for the next few weeks, um, I kind of liked it. I'm going to give it a bang in the middle, two and a half mavens. Yeah. Like I said, matches, not enough. What we had weren't, weren't out special. No. But there's, Main a, there's a lot of literally just to set up yeah, the turn. Of course. But there is a lot of tiny little storylines building, like Jericho but and Benjamin. Surely Edge would have recovered him like well enough after to go for the cash in and go for it. You can't know Triple H, is it? He's, he's gonna get fucking. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Triple H would have gone after to SmackDown now, Edge. I'm gonna go after the fucking other one. No, with Triple H to piss off to the back first, and then recover. and then recover and cash in. Oh, now because then rolls off the air. <laughs> They've only got a lot of time frame. Triple H is not daft. <laughs> He knows off the air. But are you ready then for some smack of the down? For everybody who understands what this is about. For everybody who never gave up on this. This is for you. Before Sunday, there was a lot of talk about John Cena being a one-hit wonder. About me being a, a, a bad champion. About me not being able to live up to the hype. Two words changed all that. Two words that never came out of my mouth. And that is why the champ is JBL JBL was right about a lot of things JBL you said I'd go through the toughest match of my life you were right JBL said I was gonna bleed and suffer like I ain't never suffered before he was right and wrestling God you said at judgment day that you would take my soul and walk out 
the WWE Champion. You were wrong! I mean, homie, you, you gotta feel like you lost everything. I mean, you quit! He's gotta be, he's gotta feel, feel beaten, feel humiliated, feel embarrassed. He's gotta feel disgusted. Sick to his stomach, maybe a little gassy, I don't know, that's between you and what you ate. I mean, honestly, he's gotta feel like some pathetic, cowardly shell of a man. And you are, believe me, you are. But this is me, daddy. Nobody walks away empty-handed. JBL, tonight I got something for you, baby. It is May the 26th, 2005, at the Bradley Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, obviously, it's the first SmackDown since Judgment Day, so on their brand, they are now building. This is like fucking five weeks away, six weeks away. Yeah. It's, it's Great American Bash. It's a long time. So but are we going to get... booking is a tournament. Yeah, but are we going to get, um, like we kind of do when it's five, six weeks, are we going to get in a couple of weeks, pay-per-view worthy matches, on SmackDown. Possibly. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. always a positive when it's like this because they have got a lot. So usually we'll have a couple of weeks build to a big match and then the rest of it is built towards the pay-per-view. Let's see if that's what they do. Uh, we get a recap of the I Quit match from Judgment Day uh, and then we start off with the Cabana. Um, the side of the night, <laughs> or side of the week already, is Carly of Sideshow Bob. <laughs> Uh, we see a clip of Matt Morgan playing out Big Show last night, and here comes Teddy Long. Um, Carlito says, You're not cool. Yeah, <laughs> You're not cool. tell you what else isn't cool, Carlito. Saying Judgment Day was cool. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. Uh, Long explains the draft. Uh, he says, We'll see random wrestlers move from Raw to SmackDown and vice versa. They said, Next week um, it might be everyone's last on the show. So Long has an idea. Tonight it's a winner chooses battle royal with the winner getting any match they choose. That's cool with Carlito. He said, I want to win and get a WWE title match against John Cena. Um, Long likes enthusiasm. He goes, you know something? They can also have another match today with Big Show. Like <laughs> 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 a bastard. <laughs> and I love how Carlito went to say about hugging Mike Mo Matt Morgan in utter fear. <laughs> utter fear of Big Show. Um, we're backstage with Rey Mysterio. He's getting ready when he talks about making Eddie pay tonight. He goes, I'm going to win the Battle Royal. I'm coming after Eddie. Why? You're going to win a battle royal that gives you any match you want. You go after Cena. Yeah. You go for the world title. Yeah. Unless you're the winner. Because he's got ulterior motive. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the first of said trifecta that we spoke about at the start of the show. For the tag team title, it is Eminem, Mercury and Nitro going up against Charlie Haas and Hardcore Holly. Uh, everything breaks down. Again. Yes. And still the, not in the tag colours. Ref gets bumped. Uh, there's no count for Alabama Slam. Nitro hits Holly with a chair and the ref sees it for the DQ. So that means we have to have another one. Yeah, again. Uh, after the match, Charlie has chases everyone off with a chair. Because faces. I'm still disgusted at how Holly being a face. He does not. He's, he's not, not a, a face. Never <laughs> be a face. He's always a cunt. Far too smiley. Um, and then we see a video package of Booker T and Charmel beating up Kurt Angle at the pay-per-view. Uh, Booker says he's never been proud of Charmel and he'll never forget to take out the trash. 
Um, and then John Cena comes out. Um, he gives kind of quite a reserved promo about how he's thanking the fans and how the, his uh, chain gang and what it represents. We never give shirt. up. It's yeah, yeah. This is now. the new John Cena. Um, they said there's been a lot of talk about being a one it one it wonder. Uh, then JBL said two words to change all that on Sunday, and then words will stick with Cena forever. And therefore, because of them words, the champ is here. Uh, he said JBL was right though that Cena would suffer and bleed like a pig. When JBL said he would take Cena's soul, it was wrong. JBL quit and he must feel humiliated because of everything. Cena says he's got to feel like some pathetic shell of a man. And JBL, you fucking are. Yes. Right, it was a proper like, just, this is serious John Cena. But then cue JBL. Here comes John. Um, he slowly gets in the ring and he says he don't make excuses. Uh, that's why he's rich and the longest reigning WWE champion in the last decade. Uh, he said he gave Cena a beating, but he would never quit. He's beaten everyone, and he, but he still isn't sure if he could ever beat Cena. Um, it's true that Cena is the man, but that is just for now. Uh, oh, JBL, don't put a face. <laughs> don't be shaking his hand and inviting him to drink cabinet. Of JBL, why did you sh but shake then, his hand? But then he says Cena will implode like Kurt Cobain on Mike Tyson, and JBL will be there to pick up the pieces and become champ again. Uh, Cena says people will decide your legacy and if he goes down it's in a blaze of glory he's a soldier who doesn't care about his legacy but JBL does that's why Cena has something for him <laughs> it was funny because he was like you're an idiot but you've done a lot of good things you know <laughs> yeah um, like win the world title and then we get it's brilliant I fucking love this we get a video tribute of JBL's career and it starts off good but then it just turns into a repetitive loop of him quitting after quitting 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 this and is JBL, not the greatest JBL tribute no, JBL just walks off pissed off I thought at least we might get a bit of a scrap but now walks pissed off because that's is this the end is that it do you know what I mean are we not going to get JBL and Cena again hopefully not not after judgment day well I think that could be it up next, uh, Carlito versus Big Show. Uh, Show is brilliant. He, at one point, he fucking he's stepping all over Carlito. Matt Morgan gets involved. He gets ejected. <laughs> Show screams at Carlito. You've just lost your story, mate. <laughs> uh, Choke Slam gives Big Show the easy victory. Uh, after the match, Morgan though comes back out and delivers the shittest and slowest F five I've ever seen onto an ounce table in that history. Was it was. Uh, it was summer. And he puts Big Show through the So, are we going Great American Bash? It's going to be Morgan versus Big Show one on one. I'm guessing. Tables match. Or uh, special Smackdown. Yeah, possibly. Kurt Angle, he comes out for the Kurt Angle Invitational, but first he needs to talk about how dark of a time it is for him. He got beat up by Booker T, and then he got beat up by his gutter slut of a wife. And then he hears about ECW's coming back. He's not fucking happy. And he says, that's why I'm coming to One Night Stand. We have a bunch of tickets for some Smackdown wrestlers, and we're going to fuck shit up. Um, he then yells at Taz, uh, promising to bounce the ECW wrestlers like him and bounce checks. And Taz didn't like that. No. Sunglasses came off, jacket came out. He's not, I didn't fucking like Headset, that. Headset, come off. Yeah, didn't you like, like come on, Kurt. You want to go? And that leads to our next match, which is Kurt Angle versus Robert. We don't get a surname, just Robert. Yeah, that's what the uh, screen thing said. Yeah, just Robert. Um, it's Robert Fury of OVW fame. Um, Angle obviously smashes him, Angle slam, Angle lock. Uh, Taz though, he just glares at Angle throughout the entire match, doesn't really speak, just fucking glares at him and I'm like, ah, so this is where, because I always remember, I didn't, really watch, I didn't really watch Raw and Smackdown around this period, but I've always watched that You remember that yeah, bit so with a square off. Exactly. 
And then Angle, he stays in the ring because it's battle royal time. Um, we've got Angle, Heidenreich, Carlito, Matt Morgan, Booker T, Hardcore, Haas, Kidman, Guerrero, Mysterio, Guerrero, Fonaki, Moore, Akio, Bastrim, Basham, Juice, London, Scotty Two Jobby, Nunzio, Eminem, and Martin Drack. But Eddie Guerrero, he smashes Ray from behind during his entrance and beatdowns on revs come out. Eddie's smashing Ray, so we don't have any Ray to begin with. Uh, the battle royal continues and we're down to the Bashams, Jordan, Eddie, Angle, Holly and Booker. Um, Eddie gets rid of Holly. Q Ray, he comes, smashes Eddie, gets rid of Eddie. Uh, referees are breaking up again. Eddie looks fucking proper shocked. He thought he'd smash Ray. Ray was yeah, done. He thought... No chance of Ray getting me out. Uh, we get down to final three of Angle, Booker and Mysterio. Angle tosses Booker and then we get like 10 minutes of fucking brilliance. We've had this before, yeah. haven't we, in a battle royal. Was it with these two? No, it was Angle and Eddie. It was, correct. It was the yes. Rumble. Where they, they, had a, they had a brilliant Smackdown fucking... Rumble. Yes, that was the one. Uh, they had a brilliant fucking five, six minutes, yeah. kind of near fall, well, near eliminations. Um, and it ends with Eddie. He loads up to a springboard but lands on a low blow. Angle slam, elimination, Kurt Angle gets the victory, and he closes this episode of SmackDown by saying, I'm facing in my match Booker T's wife. And SmackDown goes off the air, and the commentators are shell shocked because Angle is going to smash a, woman, smash in a woman in the ring. Michael, what did you make to Smack of the Downs? How many Ravens? I enjoyed the Battle Royal. Mm -hmm. I thought the ending spot that was brilliant. I, I think the crowd really wanted Ray. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Kurt's choice makes, oh, unfortunately, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, even though, yeah even though, like I said, you've got um, an opportunity at a world title at the minute, the only thing Kurt's focused on is bestiality sex. So he's got an opportunity now, one-on-one -on -one in his mind, with Charmel in the ring, and he can fuck her up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Beat her like a dog and then have his way with her. Whatever Kurt Angle, it's a fucking weird storyline. It's fucking weird. It makes no sense why Booker's trying to win a wrestling match. <laughs> well, that was SmackDown then. Are you ready for some more Monday Night Raw? Well, I want you to know that on Sunday, June 12th, I'm going to be coming into the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City with a group of Raw volunteers to put an end to ECW once and for all. Hey, he banned those letters here. If you want, okay? But I'm I'm happy to know that I'm not alone. You see, Kurt Angle is gathering his own group of SmackDown volunteers to help put an end to the trash that is ECW. Now you may be asking yourself, if Eric Bischoff hates ECW so much. Why in the world would he approve a tables match between Chris Benoit and Edge tonight here on Raw? Well, the answer to that is very simple. See, I'm here to prove that Eric Bischoff and Raw can out ECW, ECW any night of the week. And if Chris Benoit, if Chris Benoit wants a uh, wants to go extreme, then allow me to introduce 
a man who is going to teach Benoit a whole new definition of the term extreme. He is one of my generals in the anti-ECW army, Edge. You think you know me. It is May the 30th, 2005, at the Saddle Dome in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Brett Malar comes out. Um, so it's the build-up still to one night stand, um, but we're going to get some. We've got to get some confrontation between Triple H and Batista after last week. I feel yeah. like Batista is going to be pissed. Um, we get a Memorial Day tribute as we open the show. Um, what a very weird to celebrate Memorial Day than wear a swimsuit. Of course, <laughs> of course, because it's like the start of summer, isn't it? Um, Jerry Lawler is running a diva swimsuit contest. Christy, Candice, Michelle, Maria, Victoria, and Lillian Gar. Fucking hell, it's more viscera. Minute she come out, yeah. I was like, here In we her go. first swimsuit competition. Fucking viscera. Um, Lawler, though, is very surprised um, that viscera comes out. And then he takes towels off. He likes the idea of her in a swimsuit. Carries Lillian to the back. Um, the other girls carry on. Lola picks Christie as a winner. Victoria's not happy. Victoria batters the Divas. Yeah. The end. Vissa <laughs> just kidnaps Lillian. No, I think Lillian's down. This is Bing. I think she's kind of with Yeah, She's down for this. Well, you I swear be... she's down. I swear she's down. Right. Up next. She wants to try and fit that inside her. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Up next, tag team titles. Now, so you think SmackDown's fucked? Your reigning <laughs> champions, Hurricane and Rosette versus Oh the yeah, Rob's. Oh, Everything breaks down. Rosie cleans house. He goes to the middle rope, so Hurricane can hit a splash from his shoulders, even to retain the titles. Tag team wrestling in WWE is fucked right now. It has been for a bit. We had a bit of a resurgence a couple of years ago, and now nah, it's just it's fucking done, isn't it? You've Vince got. Do, he's not. You've not got, even got enough tag teams for one division. Nah, nah. Vince couldn't two. give a fuck about tag team wrestling. It's ridiculous. And we then see Michael more potential women that Dave don't know, as it's more diva search. Let's have a quick wink. Fucking diva, Serge. I can't wait. We'll review it. Like we do every year. But you can't get past your parents or <laughs> 10 years old. Um, we look back at last week with Triple H and his return and first turn on Batista. Um, and then we see a bandaged Batista and he's not happy that Triple H isn't here. Um, he says this, the match at the Hell in the Cell, though, is on and he wants the contract signed next week. Um, Mohammed uh, Hassan and Devari, though, come in and demand to know why Triple H gets. Well, I fucking agree with him. Why Triple H just waltzes back in and gets a title shot. So, like, all right, you can you fight Batista. Fight Batista, for the title if you want them, because I promise you now, he's probably going to bat you. He's <laughs> <laughs> a bit pissed off. <laughs> just a touch. Just a touch. Um, up next, IC title, Shelton Benjamin versus Rob Conway versus Sylvain Grenier. This was one of them where straight away it was just a matter of time before who pulls who off Shelton Benjamin when they're trying to make yeah. a pin. Because <laughs> we've seen Who's going to be the one to be like, nah. <laughs> You're not winning, I'm winning. We'll work together to a point and then we'll fall out. Um, Stinger splash onto Conway. Spin wheel kick sets up the Exploder to Grenier to retain the title because he weren't dropping the title to one of these fucking mugs, were they? Nah, <laughs> that not, was not, not two villains. <laughs> up I mean, next, it is time for the highlight reel with Chris Jericho and he apologises for being late. Sorry, I'm a megastar. You should have seen the line. He's always living late. My autograph signing today. 
The line was massive. Sorry, I'm a megastar. Yeah, ten people. <laughs> but he says next week is going to be a big deal as the first pick from SmackDown in the draft will be his guest on the highlight reel. As for tonight, one of his guests is a monster with no remorse who takes great joy in the pain of others. So we've got Divorce Cop with Jericho. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Just Jericho. Yeah. Uh, Kane comes out. He's not an happy boy. But Jericho wants to know, what, how does it feel about leaving you? Because it's never happened to me. In fact, it's usually the opposite. Um, he goes, Kane, is it because your uh, equipment malfunctioned? <laughs> that's a great line. He's <laughs> um, like, Kane, though, the minute he said that, just stares through the side of his eye at Jericho, like, carry on. And I promise you now, I'm going to fuck you up. You're getting done. Um, and then, all of a sudden... Edge pops up on screen with a reminder that he speared both Kane and Kane's wife in the last few weeks. Uh, he goes, but remember those emergency phone calls Lita made to her sister in the middle of the night? They were to Edge. I feel like that's another thing that's directed straight at Matt Hardy. 1,000%. Straight at Matt Hardy. That was Matt. I was the secret for yeah. the uh, Lita comes on. Uh, Lita comes in to say she's officially filed for divorce, so there is no more dealing with Kane's sweaty body or his dumb laugh. Um, and oh, this was the segment, not last week. This was a segment where she said he's like a fourth grader in the bedroom, which yeah. was a bit. How does she know what a fourth grader's like? Nonsense. That. And then to end the segment, she flushes a wedding ring away. Bless Kane, the rapey bastard. He's got everything he deserves. Yeah. And we're supposed to be. We're feeling sorry for him. He's got everything he deserves. Lita deserves to find a man that look after her. Because Kane, try to like shit. You don't marry someone under duress and then be surprised when they turn against you. Yeah. Um, Eric Bischoff, he comes out. Uh, he's ranting about one night stand. And it's brilliant because he's like, I can't stand that crappy shit. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to book that crappy shit because I can. And but with one of my crusaders. So up next, in a tables match, is Edge versus Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because ECW and um, Bishop's on commentary um, Benoit towards the end of the match he goes up top goes for his headbutt but Lita breaks it up uh, Bishop he sends down Maven and Tonko I imagine that as a tag team Bosh, what a team power strength speed everything brilliant not, don't put Maven with Tonko uh, Snitsky runs out as well because what a fucking trifecta that would be um, and it's a four on one beatdown Big powerbomb from Edge, that puts Benoit through the table to give him the win and give the Crusaders one up coming into yeah. ECW Extreme Rules on that stand. Rare to see Edge do a powerbomb. Yeah. Not one of his usual moves. Uh, yeah, but what? Well, I, I expected it, I've expected it to be like a Shield style powerbomb, all four of them lifting him up and proper smashing him through it. Or like leg in a wing. No, that would have been, yeah, just launch the fucker into it, prop <laughs> up against corner and just fucking throw him into it. Then what would probably be down for? Oh, that. yeah, I'll take it. The bump's a bump, innit? Oh, don't worry about me, Ed. We are then live at WWE Studios as Triple H joins us to talk about how this is his company and Petito was just having a bit of fun, but time it's it, it's time for the baby to come home. And last week, Batista, he understood. So now the animal, but he's going to get more violent and more submissive, but he's going to get more scared. And last week he proved it, how scared he has of the game. And it's like, he's just going to beat you, isn't he? <laughs> he's beating you. It's done. He's beating you. See you later. Because am I right in thinking Batista gets drafted to Smackers? Did he get drafted to Smackdown? He does, yeah. Yeah, with the world title. So he'd yes. be there. That's why I'm That's not why excited about Hell in the Cell because Triple H isn't going to win. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> um, he says, Hell in the Cell, I'm going to take a piece of you with me and the World Heavyweight Championship. It was one of them standard generic Triple H 
aggressive, serious, I want my baby back promos. Yeah. We see Chris Masters, he's out for the Masterlock Challenge for 10,000 American dollars because Canadian money's trash. It's Monopoly money, isn't it? <laughs> uh, this week, the challenge is for anyone in the locker room because he wants some real competition. And here comes Uncle, Uncle Val. Fucking Val. He, he, he needs that 10, that 10 grand could buy another weed shop. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Um, he said, yeah, I'm cool with this because my roommate had all your porn holes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Val, to be fair, puts up a decent fight, but gets locked in the master lock and he taps out, of well, course. The only reason he gets a decent fight is because he's an actual wrestler. Yeah, it is de he is decent. We do like that Uncle Val. He's not the greatest, but he's Uncle Val. Former multiple-time Intercontinental champion. That's it. That's it. And ran European champion. TNA stable with Trish and Test and Albert. <laughs> I love that stable because Valerie and all of a sudden come out in white pants and short hair. I'll be seeing Uncle Val. Um, here comes Christian. Uh, he comes out and he says he's happy to be back in Canada but wants to talk about everyone who could be coming over from SmackDown. And what they don't have though is a Canadian, so maybe he should head over there. And then he went back. That were it. Yeah. Christian popped out and said, No, you shit, I'm off. So does he get drafted? But he leaves soon, doesn't yeah, he? It's not he's long, leaving in yeah. October. It's not long. It's in October. Mm. Up next it is your main event. It's Mohamed Hassan versus Batista. Uh, Batista gets a spine buster, but has to deal with an invading Davari. We get a belt shot from Hassan, which busts him open again. So he's like, how fucking Mohamed Hassan's clever. I saw what Triple did to you last week. I'll take advantage. Uh, but stomping and choking and smashing in the corner, finally makes the uh, referee call it off. DQ, but I quite like it because to five. it keeps Hassan, he's still undefeated, he's not been pinned. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Batista looks, doesn't look weak because Hassan's not pinned him. And Batista looks, he's still strong because he took a battery and he was bleeding and it was a ref that to call it off. Great booking for me. Mm. Great booking. Um, Batista gets up, smashes fuck out of both of them. Batista bomb, bop, bop, ends the show. Batista, bloody to fuck, world title, looking strong. Oof. Kills Love Davari. Batista. Lucky because USA. Because USA. But at least Mohamed Hassan's getting a semi-push. He's moving up in the card. Yeah. Because now Mas obviously... Main event match against the world champion. That's it. He's got something now to fall back on. And if they wanted chose to go forward with his storyline, it's... The record shows I beat you one-on-one. -on -one. That's it. That's it. The winner, Mohamed Hassan. Mm -hmm. But that was Monday Night Raw. How many mavens? I'm going to give it that a two and a half. I thought it was... Ugh. Everything's a bit... Ugh. Yeah. Because it, it's enough. weird. Because like nice. I said, we're, we're using a portion of the show to focus on ECW and the other portion to, to focus on, on vengeance. vengeance where SmackDown's doing the same. But with Great American Bash, it's just... It's odd. It's, it's odd. too far away. Yeah. It's very odd. Are you ready then for some more Smack of the Down? Yeah. I'd like to make it, but the draft lottery begins next week, player. I, no, I'm not going... Hey, somebody's coming in my office. I'll call you back. I want my wife out of this match with Kurt Angle. You dig? I want her out right now. You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying, Teddy? Booker, you know. Booker nothing. You know that Kurt Angle won the winner's choice battle royal. Look, man, I don't give a damn about that. My wife is not a wrestler. She have not signed any contract like that. You know the deal, man. That gave Kurt Angle the opportunity to pick an opponent of his choice, as long as they were on SmackDown. 
Now he picks your mail. There's nothing I can do about it. Let me tell you it, something, man. You better do something. You better do it right now. You understand what I'm saying? Or I might do something. Something I might regret. Something I might not. You understand what I'm saying, man? You better back off. Now let me tell you something. What Kurt Angle did to Charmel, I didn't like it either. So I tell you what I'm gonna do. Yeah, what you gonna do, man? I'm gonna even the score. Tonight, it will be Kurt Angle versus Charmel plus Booker T. In a two-on-one match. Are you feeling me on that? You damn right. I'm feeling you on that. Let's go, baby. Why don't you hound your business? It is June the 2nd, 2005. We're at the Rexall place in Edmonton. Go back to Calgary. Uh, um, we're, yeah, so it's, it's still... For some Smackdown, for me, like I said, we're in that odd little time frame where what are we building for? Because the next pay-per-view is fucking ages away. So, what are obviously, we are we, we going to get Kurt? Is the special match today, tonight, main event, Kurt versus Charmel, and that's what tonight's focus is on. Are we building towards that? I think that? it's the Smackers after Vengeance. Yes. Um, Carlito with the cabana opens with Matt Morgan acting as security um, he says he's not happy being in Canada because Edmonton is the least coolest his words the least coolest city in North America um, we see Morgan putting Big Show through the table last week and Carlito brings out his guest it's the Doctor of Bugonomics um, Cena he mocks both Carlito and Morgan um, he doesn't like being called a palm tree does Carlito which was a great fucking line um, <laughs> Cena he says uh, this could be our, everyone's last week because this could be the last time we ever share a ring together. They've got memories, aren't they? Where's Hazel's gone? So, I mean, Cena must be thinking, where's that fucker that stabbed me? All of yeah, a sudden, I've worried him. He's grown a moustache and start developed a stutter. I mean, I've only had to work, eh? grown a bit, about three inch. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carlito says, and it was a great, it was a bit odd this line because he went, I can't wait for someone to come over from Raw and kick fuck out you. You've got Matt Morgan next to you, he's seven foot tall. Set that stuttering fucking numbskull on him. Yeah. He's like, no, you're not good enough. I'm not good enough. Someone's better, better than us. I'm not good enough. That's, not good enough. That's it. Someone's coming to get you. Um, so we set up a match tonight. It's going to be Carly or Morgan versus the Doctor and the Big Show. I can take that. That's cool with me. I'm cool with that. Big guys, Cena and Carly, well, they've got history. Works for me, that does. Col Big Show and Morgan are currently feuding. Yeah. Um, we're backstage with Teddy Long. Booker walks in fuming because you cannot put my wife in that ring with Kurt Angle. He's going to do all sorts to her. And she's like, she's not a wrestler, but Long's like, she's on roster. And I said, they can pick anyone on roster. My hands are tied. But is she on roster? Why is she on roster? Because she's a manager. Is she on manager's license? Because she am. Because she, she will have. 100%. And she will a Nitro girl. That, that's reasonable and, and reason for me enough that Kurt Angle should batter her. But Long's like, do you know, do you know brothers stick together. Yeah. yeah, I'll put you in match as well. Don't worry about it. I've got your back. Holla holla, player, player. Yeah, so Bucky can fuck him up. Yeah. Which, yeah. Why is he trying to have a wrestling match? True. What What is the true point? Like, if so, what he wins by DQ, no changes. You still batted him. Just back there. Yeah. I, I feel like this story should have ended at Judgment Day. He didn't need to do this. This could have been an opportunity because we've got time to fill because we've got five weeks until Great American Bash. The Battle Royal could have been an opportunity for someone new. Yeah. To... I, don't, I don't know who, don't get me wrong. I fuck knows who, but someone different to, and then pick her. Even if a US type, because what is Orlando Jordan doing with that belt? Do you know what I mean? Let's get this belt a bit more in. He's keeping it non-dusty. Mm. He's saving his legs. He's thinking WWE is not a career that will last forever. 
I don't want to come out of this hurt. So the best way to remain uh, uninjured is not competing. It is. <laughs> you are. It is still like it is. Is it? No way. I know we had that weird running to an end in it like yeah. that ten years ago or something like that. And then he had that match with Ultimate Warrior in Italy. When Ultimate Warrior beat him for a belt that Ultimate Warrior then retired straight away. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what the juice is doing these days. He's just be juicy, won't he? He needs to fucking return to back WWE, the juicy versus the UC. Book it, Dano. Up next, it's trilogy time. It's tag team titles, Eminem versus Charlie Ass and Hardcore Holly. Um, so we had one a match on Sunday Night Heat, one match on SmackDown last week. And now, because we need to have another, a third in, it is a 15-minute Iron Man match. That so means we're going to get at least 15 minutes of all of the this. talent on the roster to be booking a 15-minute Iron Man match. Doing a tag, tag match, no less. Yeah. Odd. Odd. Um, Alabama Slam. Uh, that gets loaded up, the referee is off yelling at Haas, allowing Nitro to hit a sub-kick for the pin in the first fall. Uh, Eminem, then five got, minutes in. Right, Eminem then get a second fall during the break, which I thought was odd. Yeah. Charlie has got thrown to Iron Man match, you can pinpoint when you want those yeah. pins. odd. Odd. You can um, pinpoint, you've got that match, write it out so it coincides yeah. with the breaks. Yeah, it's just, it was weird. Um, then uh, Haas gets one back for his team with a quick roll-up, well, Oklahoma roll, Oklahoma roll even. Um, so it's 2-1. Uh, we get two minutes left to go on the clock and we get hot tag. Holly comes in, cleans house. Uh, full Nelson slam. A drop kick gets him a two. It should have been a three, that perfect. 100%. Uh, there's a minute left and the snapshot is broken up so Holly can hit the Alabama slam. But Melina dives in. She covers Nitro, which is a great tactic. Yeah. Does that now make her the tag champions, though? Um, <laughs> she covers, it didn't count. Yeah, she covers Nitro to stop Holly from covering him yeah. as the clock runs down. So still... After three matches, please let. We need more teams for stars. We need, we just need more teams. Put two random fucking no ones together, just something new. But we need more teams. But after a trilogy, it's over. Eminem are still your reigning defending smackers tag champs. Because who, who can be? Who's there? They're there to be the Bashams, and then Billy Kidman and Akio. Fuck it. Billy's not there. Oh well, Akio and is he? Akio and Tajiri. Yeah, Kidman's still there in Battle Royale. That was last week. Yeah, no, but he's still there on the roster. <laughs> he might have fucked off now. I'm saying we need we need more tags. We need more tags. More tags. We ain't got enough. We ain't got enough. Uh, we got a massive video package uh, on the field between Guerrero and Rey Mysterio um, with Charvo Guerrero being, like we've said for months, he's the catalyst. He's the reason why these boys are fating. Mm. He's the reason. He, he got a new one of the spoon for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Staring, just staring, staring, staring. And then here comes Kurt Angle for his match with Charmel and Booker T. But first he wants to talk about Taz not doing commentary during the Invitational last week. Um, he said that comes off as disrespectful, so Angle has a clip of his own. That will be from the his one night in ECW where Taz said Angle was a great amateur, but I'm a great professional. Ooh. Back in the arena, Angle knows that it was Paul Heyman making Taz say that. Um, but Taz isn't a wrestler like the people in ECW, though they weren't really wrestlers either. Uh, but WB made him a star, so Angle wants Taz to come with him to one night stand and kill ECW once and for all. Taz, he takes his sunglasses off but doesn't say anything, so he's not giving Angle an answer. That's, he used to know that Taz just wants to throttle the cunt. Throttle the cunt. He wants to <laughs> fuck him up. Fuck him up. And it is time for what I thought would have been made of him, but it's not. Booker T and Charmel versus Kurt Angle. Well, Kurt, play what I was earlier, right? That's why he booked it for me last year. 
It's the SmackDown version of Triple H. I I decide everything. Well, he goes any match he wanted. Yeah, so I sure that should be any time, any place, anywhere. Yeah. Um, super kick puts Angle on the floor, uh, but he's back up with the chair. Chair shots to Booker T, and now Charmel is all alone in the ring. Um, he stacks her up in a roll up, one of them sexy pins, and gets the, gets the one, two, three. And then he climbs on top of her, but Booker makes the save. Uh, and he sends Angle off, and Angle is just smirking to himself. So that tells me that this isn't over. Unfortunately, not. We're going well, to. Again, as I said, why try and have a wrestling match? Just kick the fuck out of him. And then do what you want to do with his wife. Because that's that's the end goal, in it, of this feud. Either Angle gets killed because he wants to rape a man's wife, or Angle gets what he wants. It's a weird old fucking feud. Um, we see John Cena on his media tour for his album, which, according to the Dirt Sheets, Michael absolutely tanked. Didn't get nowhere near half of what they predicted that it'd sell. Tanked. Did he get more than Savage's rap album? Savage's rap album was sick. He was rapping on Hunter and Hogan and it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> Up next, John Heidenreich versus Devin Nicholson. No idea. Um, he was a wrestler under the name of Hannibal. If you're familiar, YouTube, I YouTube him, it is a thing. Um, Bossman Slam gives Heidenreich the pin, of course. Of course it does. Just time filling. And with them backstage, even more time filling. All the divas are there, and here comes the reflection of imperfection himself. And he goes, hopefully oh, there, there'll be some more divas that come on from Raw, ones that might put out a bit, you fucking frigid cunts. <laughs> like, oh, so Jindrak the sexual predator, is that the new gimmick? If he wants some new hoes, I know a guy. So <laughs> he say, pimpin' ain't easy. Yeah. And then, because we are building towards ECW, uh, JBL comes out and rants about how bad ECW was. He blames all the violence in wrestling on ECW and appalled at the idea that Heyman is a genius and that ECW is actually worth your time. Um, he rants about wrestlers in ECW with shit, including Sandman and Lance Storm. He says ECW will not invade New York. He will be one of the Crusaders and he will lead, lead the forces against ECW. And speaking of ECW, I'm going to make my match next at ECW Rules match as it's JBL versus Little Guido. Do you know what I mean? They should have booked him as Little Guido. Yeah, I know he's not Nunzio. Because he's Little Guido. Guido. Exactly. He's one nice son. Um, we get a few kendo shots from Little Guido. He tries, to be fair, but the cabinet yeah. come in. We get a clothesline from hell from JBL. Big kendo stink shot, finishes Nunzio. Quick match, but it was one of them where the promo was more important. The match was just to finish the promo off, I think. Yeah, but it was it was fun. I like a good alcohol match. I, when I play SmackDown versus Raw or WB2K or anything, I always have alcohol always matches. Alcohol match. Always alcohol matches. <laughs> if no it's a ladder, table. But it's yeah. girls barred me. Yeah, it's a cage. Evils. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, we are then backstage with Booker and Charmel. They're ranting at Teddy Long, demanding a match with Angle. If Long won't make it, Booker will do it in the streets. Uh, Long says he can't guarantee anything, but if they're both here after the draft, it's on. Why don't Booker just do it in the streets? Does Kirk get drafted to Raw and him and Michaels is back on again? Yes. I thought so. See, I'm kind of familiar with this era. Have we kind of. The woo-off. Yes. It is time for your main event. It is Big Show and the WB champion, the Doctor of Fugonomics, John Cena, versus Carly Tokuribi and Cool and Matt Morgan. And neither one of them knows who's going to start. No. 
Um, towards the end, uh, though, Big Show, it, catch, it catches Big Show, uh, catches Morgan even, with like a Mankind clothesline, Cactus clothesline, they both go over. Big Show looks like he might have fucked himself a little bit on that as well. Yeah, um, I've never seen Big Show do that. No, I don't think it, there's a reason why, the reason why we don't ever see him do it again, hopefully, because it looks like he fucked himself. Five Knuckle Shuffle, sit out a few, for the victory on Carlito. Uh, Cena celebrates, checks on Big Show, as Smackdown was off the air. That was Cena's last match for a while on Smackdown mm. long time when does he next go to Smackdown uh, well he has a tag match on a random smackers with Batista against whoever he's yes when they're both champions yeah um, it was it during the time where uh, was it King Booker was, yeah it's after yeah. King Booker King Booker it? And yeah yeah yeah, else. yeah I can't really remember Finley yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, I can't wait. I fucking love Finlay. Um, but that was smack of the down, Michael. What did you think? How many mavens? I'm giving it a two and a half. Everything's very yeah, big on the road. Big meh. Yeah. Book. Everything big is big on the road. What was your favourite segment? You know that bit at the end where it's <laughs> come, come up. up. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you ready then for the final Monday Night Raw <laughs> before Extreme Rules One Night Stand 2005? Yes, because this build's been shite. So let's get to it. I need to know, ladies and gentlemen, and Jericho Hollicks of all ages, would you please welcome my guest tonight, the very first pick of the draft lottery. Come on down! Who is it? Who is it? Is it a he or a she? Come on out! Well, whoever it is, they're late. Is there really somebody? We are live from the Savage Centre in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, 10,000 people in attendance. Big arena, this one. Mm. Usually they would have been in five, sixes, eights. This one, you could kind of tell the crowd were hot because it's the start of the draft. Um, and we start off with the biggest draft pick of them all. Chris Jericho's out for highlight reel and he welcomes WWE champion John Cena to a monumentous pop. Absolute out of this world pop. Cena right now is right over, and this over. is the start. And the thing is, if you're a star on Smackers, you're a star on Smackers. If you're a star on Raw, you're, you're a star. Next mega star. 
Yeah, mega star. And um, Bischoff is happy as fuck with his yeah, first draft pick. It, it is like when he do when he signed Hogan. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but the coach though he warns him that Paul Heyman could be here tonight, and Bischoff's like, I've just signed Cena. Who gives a fuck? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Um, so we get a bit of well before that we got a bit of back and forth with Cena and Jericho. So he's like, is that going to be maybe Cena's first feud? Because Jericho, he, he's it's turning slowly into rematch like, from Vengeance two thousand. Like, if you want to be a media star, holler at your boy. Is that Vengeance so, two thousand two yes. rematch? Quite possibly. Uh, Christian Tonko, they come out and they're saying uh, they can't believe what they're seeing. Uh, the cheers Cena that game reminds him of the cheers of another fraud of his town, Mark Maguire. I want to say ice hockey reference. I don't know. Possibly. I didn't, I didn't Google it. I didn't Google it. He said, this, this is American my... sports team. Yeah. Um, well, North American, Canadian sports team, maybe. I don't know. No, will it be Think American sports team? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Uh, he said, this is my show, Cena. So take a stroll. Uh, Canada's in the house, because that's how I roll. Uh, Cena makes fun of him for the old brood. And I, I'm sorry, you can't take piss out of brood. I fucking love the brood. They were great. I love the brood. But they did say, Christian, though, you were sucking some over them blood, though, weren't you, boy? Oh. <laughs> well, uh, it's 2005 and gay jokes are still allowed. Yeah. He says, uh, Tonko is Christian's life partner. And Cena, I'll beat them both if you want at once. I'm not asked. Um, we get a five-second pose and a one-fingered you can't see me with Cena and Jericho cleaning house. So, tag match. Cena, Jericho, yeah. Tonko, Christian. Jericho's probably moving late. Hill, maybe. Moving late. Quite possibly. Um, I see title time. He's defending week in, week out. He's a fighting champion in Shelton. This time against Mohamed Hassan and Davari. We and... got mauled last week. Yes. Uh, well, Benjamin is defending, and this is the result of a, a threatened lawsuit from Hassan's lawyers after Batista beat up Hassan and Davari. Uh, but oh, it's a two-on-one, but only Hassan can win the title. Bit yeah. harsh on Davari, that, innit? Do you right, know what I mean? He, it's a bit if harsh. If he somehow beat Pinchot. Yeah, it's a bit harsh. But it's, I think it might be a way for Hassan to lose and not lose. Yeah, you pin Davari, of course. Uh, Stinger flashed, splashed to Davari, Hassan is sent outside, exploded to Davari, Shelton retains. So, They're still booking Hassan, Hassan strongish, that's it. Um, we get a recap of the setup for Batista and Triple H uh, because it's contract signing time. Uh, but then we go backstage to see William Regal, he comes up to see Tajiri. Uh, Tajiri denies being involved with Paul Heyman and Regal forbids him from being involved in one night stand. Right. Why? How you, how, what gives you the power yeah. to forbid him? Yeah, he's not your slave like the fucking attribute here anymore. Um, but uh, Benoit though comes up and says, Regal, you're wrong and you're confusing Porter Jerry. Uh, Benoit talks about ECW place in history, but Regal says it's sad to see how far Benoit's fallen. Benoit says ECW gave him a chance when no one else would. So Regal tells Tajiri to pick a side and Tajiri goes, ECW, ECW. He's like, of course, ECW made Tajiri. Yeah. It made him. It's one of their stars, If it stars, were for his interview, he won't be in WWE. 100%. 100%. Uh, Bishop and Coach, we see them, and they're not worried about ECW. But Hassan and Davari, they come in, and they complain about injustice. Uh, Bishop says there'll be one man committed here next week to address Hassan's situation. And all these issues in WWE, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, yes. Get in there. Because it's just going to be Austin whooping a foreigner. Yeah. Love to see it. Like, stunner, see stunner, it. stunner, beer, beer, beer. Up next, the rematch that no one asked for. Chris Masters versus Uncle Val. Val with the genius entrance attack. 
Well, so Pierre, smart, doesn't help. Mascot goes on, Val taps. Chris Masters remains undefeated. I think we need Masters versus Mohammed. Undefeated versus unpinned. Yeah, streak versus streak. That's mania. That's money. Mania money. Uh, we're backstage. Ric Flair is giving Hunter a pep talk before the contract signing. And it's like, what he needs? What he needs? Cheering up for. for, for like like, you go and sign that paper. You sign that paper like you've never seen paper before in your life. I, I didn't. It didn't. He's signing your name. I don't understand. Like, read contracts, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I pin him, I win title. What got me more is it's contract signing time. We get contracts signed. We get bickering between Triple H and Batista. That's it. No one yeah. goes through a table. It was the shittiest contract signing ever. I wanted a Batista. I wanted a pedigree. I wanted something similar to what we got before Mania. See, that's what I didn't watch. Well, I wanted the opposite. I went Triple H. Yeah, but I wanted Summer. We got, no, they just looked at each other like they were going to rip each other to pieces and segment end. We went to commercial. Yeah, they wanted to kill each other. We come back and we look at John Cena's debut and then it is time for Victoria and the Heartthrobs versus Hurricane, Rosie and Christy Hemi. We've just had Masters versus Val Venus and now this. It's... Rose in a mess. Rose in a mess. It really is. Like, we need a draft. And we need, I'm we glad we've need, started a draft. We need to get rid of tag, two tag team divisions. We need to merge them into one, 100%. But that, that's years away from happening. It's nuts. Like that, like, is it the fucking uh, Tyson Kidd and uh, David Art Smith? Are they part of WB, aren't they, when they start merging them into one? Yeah. Uh, Murdoch because we've got Murdoch and Kate to come yet for the raw side and stuff yeah. like that. DX get a run with belts. Spirit Squad. Jericho and Big Show. You know, there's a lot of shit to come yet till these titles get merged. It's crazy to say that they don't have any tag teams. It's Legacy. Not... Yes, Legacy. Oh, God, Legacy. Um, the cat fight is on. Everything breaks down. We get a DQ with Christy choking Victoria out. It was just another time filler. We've got two little fields. We pushed them together. Six man slash women in the gender. Yeah, meh. It was it's very much at minute is a storyline driven Raw and SmackDown. Not granted, it is vast majority of the time anyway, but not to this level where we're not either getting any matches. And if we are getting matches, it's just a couple of minute long. The matches that happened. It's mad. It's, it's very similar to how it were in Attitude Era because the matches weren't important in Attitude Era. It's the storylines. Yeah, were. the main events and your storylines. Uh, and that's kind of how we are at the minute. Which some may say it's a bad thing. I just want a bit more in-ring action. That's all I ask for. Um, we see John Cena. He's in Bischoff's office, but he won't shake his hand. Uh, Bischoff gets straight to the point next week. Cena, Jericho versus Tomko and Christian. Um, we get gay jokes of Cena. Um, he, Bischoff offers him a spot on the anti-ECW side. Uh, he goes, Cena's like, that's not my deal. Um, he goes, I don't play politics. Bischoff's like, I can have your back. And he's like, I don't play politics. Yeah. He bring it. He goes, if you, anyone wants a piece, Come and find me. Don't play Nexus. <laughs> or did he learn he had to? Well, because if Bischoff wants a mate, find another draft pick. Which, yeah, we don't yeah. want. Cena's first night on Rory turns fucking heel <laughs> and lines with Bischoff. That John Cena push would have gone a whole different way. A whole different way. Um, Kane comes out. Um, well, he comes out for a match, but here comes Edge instead. Edge has good news and bad news. Kane won't be facing him tonight but he will be facing him at Vengeance. As for tonight, Edge has a better idea. 
here comes Lita with very little on. Very much slot Lita has commenced. Yes. Um, Lita was excited about going to Bendance in Las Vegas. And once Edge beats Kane, they'll go get married at one of those all-night wedding chapels. They kiss. Kane's pissed off. Um, and then we find out during the ad break, Kane beat Simon Dean. How's that work? Because we're not going to get Simon Dean proper time. <laughs> like, you're that shit. We don't even want people at home to watch it. <laughs> Poor fucking Nova. Nova a good man. Simon Dean's trash. Um, we found out that Sabu is going to be at one night stand, which is good because Sabu is one of the ultimate. Uh, do you know what? One of them people you think. A guy that misses from this, which I feel like they should have done whatever to reach out. Shane Douglas. Yeah. I don't know why, maybe she didn't want to do it because I know him and Triple H aren't best of buds on the and shit like that. Or maybe because of that they never reached out to him. Because they did uh, the same weekend, didn't they? They did the Hardcore Reunion yeah. show. It's like Terry Funk appeared I don't on think that. they reached out to him, so mm. that's why he did that. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. But for me, Douglas was a massive part of ECW. Massive. First champion. Yeah. Of course Speaking of ECW, again, for an ECW match, we're using Benoit every fucking time. It's Benoit versus Snitsky with the coach on commentary. Uh, we've got rolling Germans. Uh, Snitsky, though, rocks him, gets put on the table. Swan dive broken up. Um, he gets a shot to the head. Benoit gets knocked outside. Here come the Dudleys, though, and Snitsky's in the ring all alone. The Dudleys in old-school ECW glasses and attire. Um, first time in a long time that we've seen them. We're only yeah. about to we're in a long time. That's how it's Smackers we Heyman and Taker. Heyman and Taker. Um, 3D through the table, no contest. Uh, after the match, the Dudleys run through the crowd. The crowd are hot. I'm so glad to see the Dudleys. I was so happy to see them. So glad. Um, we see the backstage after the match, the cops, it was of this. Is they arrested the Dudleys for interfering and they arrested Heyman as well, even though they're both contracted performers of... ECW and yeah. Heyman kind of said that to coach he's like you can't arrest us it's a bit weird this isn't it so coach was like oh yeah so they took handcuffs off him it's odd I don't feel like we needed that segment we could have had him backstage telling the Dudleys to fuck off get out of the arena or Heyman thanking them for appearing and Dudleys fuck off do a proper hit and fucking yeah. run I didn't feel like we needed the for him to get arrested not the arrest Heyman just proved how stupid it was yeah absolutely um, we see then Bishop, Ed, Christian and Tonko, they're, they're in the ring. Uh, Bishop laughs off the idea of the Dudleys being Heyman's big weapon because they're just overrated. Him and his buddies are ready to take the Dudleys out tonight, so Bishop doesn't even have to show up at one night stand. Uh, we hear about some Smackdown Crusaders who are joining Bishop and they're going to end ECW once and for all. Uh, Bischoff, he waved the lower card reinforcements down to the ring. Um, Heyman points to the crowd and the ECW theme hits. And here come like Tommy Dreamer, Rhino, Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten. Uh, Sandman. Fucking Sandman. But then here comes like Maven and people like that. And the brawl is on and Raw goes off the air with ECW guys slightly right they should because they're promoting their show, battering the yeah. Raw mid-card. Because they ain't battering Triple H. <laughs> But of course, of course about him using weapons well it's legal in ECW yeah sorry legal where we are which always for me made ECW that tiny bit like more exciting to watch because you knew there at any one point you could have interference 
you could get weapons, but it would never change the outcome of the match. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was always it was always one, happen? two, three. It was it was yeah, that was what it was a dynamic that ECW had. I used to love I like I said, I was late to the part of ECW. I started watching it when it was on Bravo when I got cable. Yeah. And when like just Incredible was champ and Rhino, the later years. I never watched only going back and watching on the network like or before. Video that. games came out. Yeah. Um, the video games that got me into it. Well I remember my brother, he used to get uh random ECW DVDs random pay-per-views and stuff like that so you'd watch all them and some old school old school ECW but um, yeah for me I'm older I'm so hyped for Extreme Rules one night stand mm. I'm so hyped for it I can't get the name right but I'm so hyped for it because it's just I love nostalgia it's a nostalgia show I love reunion it's I like fucking love ECW, it you can tell ECW had the bigger fan base because how many times have you heard crowds chant WCW oh, yeah. no one chants WCW no one chants WCW WCW was a time and was an era and had its place. I suppose so did ECW. But if WWE were to run an ECW reunion show now, I know there's not many of them still fucking left. Right? And did it at Hammersmith, uh, Hammerstein Ballroom, sorry. Did all that. It'd still sell. Because ECW it's... is so nostalgic because it's like a cult. It's, it's like what NXT Black and Gold used to be. Yeah. It's a, it's like a cult, cult following. And that like makes Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is... What do you reckon to AEW's new fucking signage and arena set up and high Monday Night Raw and SmackDown? <laughs> You know, seen it. So, you know, like they had like a. I don't watch you know, they had like, you know, their logo used to be white, black, and like an orangey fucking sort of colour. Yeah. And now it's just all white. But their their like advertisement for the show is flashes of red and blue. Bay Raw and Smackdown. They've got rid of the heel and face tunnels. They've got rid of the chandeliers. It looks like Raw. It looks like Smackers. Wow. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's fresh. It's new. I get that. That sometimes you want to because, the heel because the a, AEW is going down a bit of a weird fucking timescale at the minute ever since CM Punk left. Like it's Tony Khan's getting hammered for his booking. I think since Cody Rhodes left. Yeah. Yeah. He's got hammered for his booking, hammered for everything else. But yeah, the the new graphics and stuff, take a look, it's just not great. Not great. Just like that Monday Night Raw, I give it another two and a half five. Two and a half five, two and a half mavens. Um how many mavens for Raw? What did you make? What was your favourite segment? My favourite segment was the end segment with ECW. Yes. Yes. And and I, how back. many Ravens? Uh, two graph. Yeah. Yeah. I can be single for no one. one. Are you ready, Michael, for the final stop on this little three-week journey between Judgment Day and One Night Stand with the final smack of the down? Yeah, let's get this uh, build over. Uh, I'm hoping our general manager, Theodore Long, does something about this, perhaps gets us some action in the ring because... Doing anything out here except watching Kurt Angle and who knows what's going through his head and my partner who's just staring a hole through him and wow. That's fine, Taz. I'm not gonna play your games. If you don't want to give me an answer, that's fine with me. I'm out of here. Well, you know, seriously, what did you... Oh! What the hell? Come on, what are you, an idiot? Oh, my God! Put the damn chair down! Oh! Kurt Angle just crushed Taz's skull with a chair! My God! Looks like I made up your mind for you, Taz. Because I'll tell you what, 
at ECW's One Night Stand. It's gonna be me, Bradshaw and his cabinet, Eric Bischoff and his crusaders, and we're taking out ECW, just like I took you out. It is June the 9th, 2005. We are from the Kemper Arena in Kansas, Missouri. Very famous arena for all the fucking wrong reasons. Yes. Uh, for only 4,000 people in attendance though. So for an arena that we once used for pay-per-views, it's now got 4,000 people in it for Smack of the Down. It's not fucking not great, good. that is it. Um, Teddy Long's in the ring. He recaps the draft and we see Cena going over to Raw to start the process of probably becoming the man. Do you know what I mean? Like we said earlier, if, you, if you're a star on Smackers, your yes, next bro. step is to be a star on Raw. If you're a yeah, star on Raw, you're, you're, Raw, star. you're the man. Um, but then he does... Uh, Jay Bill comes out and says, look, I'll be the man, I'll take over. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, a minute, Smackers ain't got a world champion. I'm, I've still got that belt. <laughs> yeah, he's still got the Bring me back out and we can just pretend it never happened to Cena. But then we get a big, massive... And this is where my Mandela effect kicked in. I thought Triple H got drafted here. But no, we bring the biggest draft pick... Number one choice for SmackDown, Benoit. Because he's ECW. Benoit is everywhere at the minute. Everywhere. Who's better to promote ECW though than the former world champion? Yeah. Uh, well, J- the former before the former. Yeah. Uh, JBL, he smashes up ECW as per. Um, he rants about Kansas City. Uh, Benoit says he regrets nothing about his career. And I'm glad I'm here because I can do this. And Gus to get fucking Rhea Villain across face. So going forward... JBL versus Benoit is going to be Benoit's first big feud. Take that as a match. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, Get Benoit back at the main event. Our opening contest is Carlito versus Charlie Haas. This kind of sums up the shit that SmackDown's dealing well, with. At least it's not a rematch for tag title. I'm so glad. That's very true. But I'm so glad it's a draft. Um, Matt Morgan gets on the apron, so Haas sends Carlito into him. Dives onto Morgan for a bonus. Uh, distraction lets Carlito grab a roll-up with the trunks to pin Haas. One, two, three. Yeah, we're still putting Carlito over strongish. Yeah, Carlito's... He's better than the lower mid-card tag team jobbers. Maybe. Yeah. Send him to Raw. Yes, Carlito needs to go. I'd, and split him and Morgan. He doesn't need Morgan. He doesn't need a bodyguard. Yeah, can, send Carlito to Raw. Yeah. Can do his own shit. Do what you want with Morgan. Yeah, it's something that Daddy gets drafted to Velocity. Um, we get a recap of Raw's invasion, ACW's invasion on Raw, um, and then we see Heidenreich. He wants Benoit to be his friend, but Benoit thinks that's a bit odd. Um, he can stay the fuck away from your kids. And then <laughs> Heidenreich leaves. Um, Eddie Guerrero comes up and says he didn't expect to see Benoit until One Night Stand. So is that telling us that these two are going to have a scrap at One Night Stand? I think that, I think it does. Uh, they reminisce about WrestleMania 20 when they were both champions, so maybe they'll fight one day for the new SmackDown Championship. Uh, they'll still be friends though, of course, but Benoit isn't convinced, convinced because he's seen how Eddie has treated his friends over the recent weeks. Ooh. Um, the um, and he says Benoit's title match would be against Rey Mysterio since Eddie just can't beat him. See you Sunday, amigo. Uh, oh. Eddie did beat him. Yeah. Uh, vengeance. Yeah. For the US title. But no, that's. If it happened over a year ago, it didn't happen. So when they start a new season, there would be. It's when Money in, uh, when Man in Black pressed that button. And you forget everything that happened and we start fresh again. That don't. Normalizers don't work on me. Alright, oh, okay. Okay. 
Uh, we see Kurt Angle is obsessed with Charmelle still, and he can't stop staring at her last week when he pinned her. It felt so good to look down on her. And then Charmelle wouldn't let him go. He looked in her eyes and felt the chemistry between the two of them. Tonight, the games with Booker T end because they go to the victor gets the spoils. After Booker T taps, Charmelle is coming home to daddy. His delivery was so creepy and disturbing. <laughs> it was fucking brilliant. Such a nonce. Such a nonce. Um, it makes me, makes me believe that he is... He wants to <laughs> do... Everything he's saying. Yeah. I believe everything he's saying. It? It's a weird old fucking... I've said it week in, week out. It's a weird fucking storyline. Um, up next is Paul London versus Akio. Uh, London drops Akio. Um, Beatdown's on for a no contest, which probably should have been a DQ. And yeah. Have been, yeah, there should have been a victor to this. But WWE, for some reason, in this sort of situation, we don't do a DQ, we just call the match off. Yeah. Uh, but what's Eddie doing out there? Well, after the match, uh, Eddie... He batters London, uh, complains about a lack of respect he receives. Way to break cruiserweight division. Yeah, he thinks no one can beat, he's, everyone thinks he can't beat Ray. He don't fucking like that, even though I've left him laying. Um, Apart Ray, from the time beating for the W title on that Smackdown after Mania. Yeah, he? He, he says, yeah, I'm going to find more ways to hurt Ray Mysterio. Um, he says, he's never. I'm never going to break a promise. And I made a promise to Ray um, a, a bit of while ago. Um, and I'm never going to break it, which... We're building up to the custody yeah. of Dom Dom, aren't we? Yes, marvellous. Raw superstar Dominic Guerrero. Oh, I tell you, just come out of Facebook jail and he's changed a man. He's fucking changed a man. <laughs> up next, Kurt Angle versus Booker T for what feels like the millionth time. Why, uh, and why is Booker still trying to wrestle a normal match? I just batter him. He's trying to still rape your wife. Get him into the corner. Start punching him. Just start keep, punching keep him. Start punching him. Out Referee's counted to ten. Start keep punching him. Just that's it. Kick fuck out of him. Uh, before the match, Angle calls out Taz. He says he wants an answer by the end of the night. Taz doesn't answer, but says on commentary that he doesn't answer to anyone and he's going to call the match as normal. Uh, Angle grabs a chair. It's Booker's ankle. Uh, goes for another chair shot, but it's that fucking stupid spot where they miss. They hit the fucking top rope and it smashes back in the fucking Kurt loves face. doing that spot. It's ridiculous. He did it all time in TNA. Um, scissor kick gives Booker T the victory. Um, we go to the break. As we come back, Angle grabs a chair and a mic. Uh, he says he wants answers from Taz. Uh, the sunglasses and tech come off. Angle threatens violence if he doesn't get the answer he wants. And then he sits down to Taz because Taz are only missing. Yeah, like, fucking you, I hate you, aren't you? Boom! It's him with Mike in head. Batters Taz. Busts him open. Uh, Taz tries to get up, walk away, but collapses. Um, so, Angle versus Taz at one more stand. It would look like that. But I feel like it is. I feel like um, it is. But can Taz go? Because Taz is a little fat man these days. He's not the yeah, suitcase machine. Is not. It's the eating machine. It's Taz with three Z's. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's half asleep, Taz. Um, up next, Heidenreich versus Rory Fox. Um, Heidenreich finds a friend before the match. Um, though this... Yeah. Let, let's put... I've caught... Just a second where Cole ends up on his own and then next match, Heidenreich comes out. <laughs> so he's got a friend. At least this time, though, it's not a kid. And it's like a woman who looks about in her twenties. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're not at least we've improved from trying to look like a nonce on national TV. Not saddle back anymore. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Bossman Slam finishes Fox in about half a minute. Um, post match he reads his friend a new friend a poem. I'm a bit bored of this. Yeah. I don't like shit. Smackdown's rough at minute. It is rough. <coughs> Apart from the main event scene, it is rough. Um, up next it is main event time. 
It is Chris Benoit versus John Bradshaw Layfield with Paul Heyman replacing Taz on commentary. And he has ECW with him. He has Dreamer. He has Axel Rotten, Balls Mahoney. Yeah, EC Dub, the Dudleys. Uh, a sleeper has been while in trouble until he gets his way out of it with a belly back suplex. Uh, a snap suplex, and it's rolling German time. Crossface goes on, but Angle comes down for the DQ, and then it's a big old brawl. A big old brawl. And then all of a sudden, here's Taz. Music hits. It's like we've not heard that in fucking ages. Taz's yeah. music. Banging Taz music comes well. down. Batters the Bashams, ECW guys clear the ring with finishers galore, ECW stands tall, and Michael Cole is hyping the football. Like Michael Cole's loving ECW just yeah, as much as he is. Yeah. His mates like, come back. Yeah, he's loving it as SmackDown goes off the air with ECW. They stood tall on Raw, they stood tall on SmackDown. Let's we got to hear Tyler's music again. Let's fucking go. For the first got, time on the build. We've got to hear Tyler. For the first time probably ever since we started. Yeah, on the build. Yeah. We have not heard that thing. What a theme was. I remember when it rumbled 2001, when his theme kept playing as he got eliminated and then fucked off back to back again. Just constantly played his theme. And did you notice um, all ECW guys, apart from Rhino, all applauding Benoit? Barriers pounding his fists. Rhino, Rhino still remembers. Yeah. They're still, they're still Long term booking. Yeah, Long term booking. Yeah, he's going to turn on him at fucking one night stand. Rhino's going to side with WWE. Man, once Benoit locks those hands, there's no shepherding them. I want to thank Theodore Long. I want to thank Theodore Long for just allowing us to witness up close and personal a match involving an athlete like Chris Benoit. Along like Eric Bischoff, Theodore Long has been very supportive of ECW. And wait a minute, here comes Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle on his way to the ring. Who took out Taz moments ago. Diving headbutt. And that diving headbutt is a picture-perfect example of the self-sacrifice that an ECW athlete will make. Here's the cover. Hook of the leg. Shoulders down. And JBL kicked out. That's great credit to JBL for kicking out. But that diving headbutt is a test. Here we go. Crossface. And a crossface locked in. And look at Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle bringing up the crossface. And all hell has broken loose. Crusaders in ECW! Hell is fucking loose in the ring! And all out gore! 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 Look at Sandman with a big stick working on Danny Malsham!
Uh, but Michael, that was SmackDown. What did you make then? How many Mavens? Uh, I thought it's two and a half again. It's, oh, it's standard. It has been has been across the board. It's, it's meh. Main event scene on Raw and SmackDown is important. The build to ECW is important. Everything else is because we have two hours to fill. Yeah, that's how it feels. You are, you do have little, little like, storylines like you Shelton, have all these Jericho, but the pay per views aren't pay per views. Yeah, they don't feel like pay per views now. No, well, this does. I'm hyped for extreme. Three yeah, yeah. I am hyped fair. for one night stand. Sorry, my bad. Um, but yeah, Raw and SmackDown. I'm, I'm, yeah, roll on, vengeance in Great American Bash, I suppose. On that note, Michael, if people don't already, where can they find us on all forms of social media? Please do go follow us on all forms of social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Occasionally, else? I've not posted on Instagram for fucking ages. YouTube, Spotify, search for us on Google, i.e. at our era podcast. And if you want, uh, if you enjoy what you listen to and you want to support us in any which way you can and get access to a fuck ton load of bonus content, you can find us at, at patreon.com forward slash era podcast. But until we dip a toe into the land of the extreme. We enter the extreme. We enter. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It. I've been Dave. That's been Big Sexy. Until one night stand. I said it, mate. Peace out, people. <laughs>